Welcome to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Voices in Recovery is produced by Freedom's Path Recovery Society, a registered Canadian charity. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider a donation at www.freedomspathrecoverysociety.ca. All donations go directly to assisting Freedom's Path in providing services free of charge and helps us keep the podcast going. We are grateful for any and all donations. This podcast discusses difficult topics such as childhood abuse, drug and alcohol use, sexuality, sexualized trauma, and more. If you are under the age of 18, please speak with your legal guardian prior to listening. The opinions expressed during the podcast are those of the individual and not those of Voices in Recovery or Freedom's Path Recovery Society. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chinookie. We acknowledge the Satuna, who are Dene, and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island, and those who are visiting. We are all treaty people. So I was thinking, shit, we can talk about it all. It doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, right. Right? We just sit down and start talk- chewing the fat. It doesn't really matter. Absolutely. Um, I think what I've found is I, like, since Dad's passed, like, I just, I don't have that outlet. Absolutely. And, and I haven't been able to find it yet. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and kind of, like, sitting through <clears throat> the podcasts have really helped me sort through lots of my own shit. Like, you know, the last couple mm-hmm. months. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. There's just a lot going on. And. And it's hard to tell what feels the heaviest, right? Like, oh yeah, you know, because I know that like we have our own grief and stuff. Yeah, it's just you know, and this time of year starts to bring stuff up. It's really been hard for me to to accept the fact that I'm grieving when there's so much terribleness going on on the planet. Right, right? like it really is, man. Yeah. it's been it's been kind of running neck and neck. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, you know, because I. Like my heart's broken for the Palestinians in Gaza, right? And, Absolutely. And, and really across the planet, like because yeah. there's just so much anti-Muslim hate and anti-Brown hate, and like there's just so much of it. Yeah. And, and I think this is what I was thinking about the other day, dude. This this is what it means to me when someone says the system is racist inherently. Mm-hmm. It's because you could work in the system, be yeah. completely unbiased. And still not see the fact that it's racist because you're in the system. Absolutely. Right? Like, and yeah. it's it's why when people get out of the system, they get called whistleblowers or whatever. For it's, sure. But the reality is, man, we need people who are breaking free of those institutions, whatever they are. Yeah. Like, I mean, when we talk about whistleblowers, it's usually government secrets and shit like that. Absolutely. But, dude, let me ask you this, man. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, we all, I was talking to a friend this past week or a week ago and um, we were talk. I was talking about how much the older I get, the more I understand how like people from the West go and join like ISIS and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? And of course, I'm not saying you should go do that. That's not what I'm saying. I, but I understand it. Yeah, dude. If you push people enough, man. Absolutely. And, and the the pressure that is on everybody out there, myself included, man. Like I'm not mm-hmm. separating myself here, um, because that pressure is real. Oh yeah. You know. Um, I don't know if you listen to like gangster rap, dude, but a little bit. Yeah, there's like a there's like a jam, and I think it's Dr. Dre and people yeah. out there. You can totally correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it could be Dre or Exhibit, I think, okay. but I'm not 100 percent certain. Anyway, yeah. 
and I'm not going to get the quote right of the song, so please don't like butcher me out there, or maybe you can make fun of me if you want. Anyway, um, I think it's Dr. Dre, but he talks about it was talking about COVID, mm. right? And everybody's locked up by themselves, and then all of a sudden we were let out, and he yeah. talks about letting us out of cages, right? Yeah, that's and true. then all of a sudden we're all strangers again. And no wonder we're so tense, right? Yeah. I'm getting goosebumps because this song has been like kind of like repeating in my head this week where it's Absolutely. like, wow, dude, we do act a little bit like animals when you let us back out after a bit of like isolation, right? Yeah. Because we're like, we get back out there and we don't realize, we don't remember that we have the social contract that we're supposed yeah. to behave a certain way. Exactly. We actually go back out of our isolation chambers and we still feel isolated. So we yeah. don't feel like our life has any impact on the other people. For sure. Maybe, right? Like, it's, it's hard to tell because, like, I don't know if it, things have just, if because of COVID and all that stuff, like, things are just the way they are. Um, like, you know, you, it seems like you're seeing a lot more Karen videos, a lot more violence, yeah. like, a lot more road rage. Yeah. So, but I don't know if it's just that maybe people are are actually videoing it now and posting it. As opposed to just ignoring it. As opposed to ignoring it. Yeah. Because I think COVID forced so many people to really get into social media. Yeah. And there was probably a lot of people that maybe weren't big into TikTok or yeah. whatever. But now they're like, oh, it's super easy. Just hold the button, take the video of the person freaking out, yeah. and then post it to TikTok, right? it goes right? viral, yeah. Exactly. So I think it, it's tough for me. I, I do think the world coming out of COVID is just gone bananas. Yeah, dude, it feels like, like it. It, feels it really different. does. It feels and different. Like it's it's, you know, we talk about like going into Christmas or whatever, like our own grief or our own issues. But like, it's just kind of like the whole thing mm -hmm. is one big, like everybody's feeling isolated, everybody's feeling alone, everybody's yeah, feeling like, like the costs are skyrocketing. Well, and we're running out People of stuff. People are dying. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just it's just. Well, Everywhere people feel like we're running out of stuff. Yes. I'm not sure we are, but like that's what that feeling of what is that that sense of? It's it's almost like a desperation or something. Total desperation. Yeah. Yeah. So I just and that's what I feel a lot of is I feel like a lot of people are just. It's almost like they're going by the the last thread. Yeah. You know. I do. I agree, man. And I think, um, being that I I truly believe we're social animals, and I, I think that the isolation really did affect us in a very negative way as I a society. Do. Yeah. You know, you you also it was like putting us in a zoo, man, and then it letting was. us out, right? Like, well, it's, it it almost was like prison, only kind of nicer because well, you're in your nicer, own house, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's less threat of well, unless you go to prison in Sweden. It's yeah, much nicer in comparing to, to prisons in Canada. And well, the exactly. US. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I, I was watching this video, and somebody mentioned about how we don't have third spaces. Mm -hmm. So now that's why people are the way the world's yeah. going crazy because used to have like work home. And then that social space, yeah. like whether it was you went for pub to the pub with the yeah. guys after work or whoever, or went out for dinner with friends, mm -hmm. or, you know. And we don't have that now because a lot of people can't afford it or yeah. they don't want to. Or and he's like, he was comparing it to other places in the world where they've built parks that are comfortable and mm -hmm. welcoming, and mm -hmm. like, um, you know, apartment buildings will have a community like area, and mm -hmm. everybody goes there. And this guy was talking about every time he travels somewhere in the world, he sees like. You know, people in the parks or kids and with their kids and mm. families and everybody's bringing food and it's like the whole block is there every mm. night. And we just don't have that. Yeah. You know, and I, we didn't have it pre-COVID. It was just, a, yeah. like, 
we make our parks uncomfortable because there might be a homeless person there. Yeah. So we got to put spikes on everything and make it really crappy. Yeah. So no one wants to go there. Well, so no one wants to go and stay. Yeah. Exactly. Who wants to go and stay when you've like when you've got spikes everywhere? Right. And and all the benches are like rock hard and concrete and and like terrible angles and yeah. It's almost like they make those benches on purpose. right? Right. Yeah. And then, so then you think, okay, well, what about if you take your family there and stuff? And it's like, our parks just aren't built for that, really. Mm. Like, a lot of parks are just a, a concrete bench. Yeah. There's only once. a few in town that are really built for, like, yeah. gatherings. Yeah. And they're usually, like, on the other side of town. Yeah. Or, you know, 20-minute drive. It's yeah. not like you can just walk out. And I, so I think that's a lot of, like, we have just built this society with this, you know, inherent racism and things yeah. like that. I mean, the fact that, like news agencies are banning the word Palestine. Oh, yeah. How do we call ourselves a free country? Yeah, man. It's like it's ridiculous. P- MPs are getting yeah. fired. How does that even work? Yeah. You're an elected of you can't get fired. I know how that works, man. That's that's the way this whole thing yeah. works. And now we're seeing it and some people are having a real hard time adjusting to the reality, right? Absolutely. Like, um and and fair enough because the reality has been one way for so long. Yeah. We've been only fed what they what our media western media mm-hmm. wants us to see that's Absolutely. all we've been fed and you know when you mentioned that about a free country i remember when greg my older brother first started working in china yeah and he would talk about how yeah they just don't just don't have like general facebook or general whatever i can't remember exactly what yeah, it yeah. was yeah um but he goes yeah and, and <clears throat> there's like all these freedoms and then the but the reality is we forget when they take away our liberty because there's all these like personal freedoms right like yes in terms of we can go to the store and get whatever we want yeah right which is great that's a wonderful freedom to have i'm not sure. i'm not criticizing it yeah but what every writer has always been worried about in terms of the future was the the prison of thought right absolutely like, and that is where we are going like a hundred percent in terms again of, again exactly yes. now and that's a good point too because i wanted to bring that up because a lot of times like folks who are older than say like boomers and older mm-hmm. they're they remind us young people that yeah this has happened before and, and of course we're like yeah we know we would like it to stop fucking happening like yeah. why can't we just why like instead of saying it's happened before we're just going to let it happen again right why can't we like really work towards not letting it happen Exactly. And, and like, I know that it's hard. I get this. I get that. Like, mm-hmm. it's really tough because I know every generation goes through these things. Right? Absolutely. Yep. I'm not suggesting that this is the hardest time in our history. I really am not because no. I have no idea what the hardest, the real hardest yeah. time in human history was. Absolutely. I imagine it, it had something tied into slavery, like widespread yeah. slavery. Yeah. To me, that's our dark ages. Yeah. Right. That's, but that's what, that's how I feel. Absolutely. Our dark ages are when we took advantage of other humans and like, didn't care that they were dying. Absolutely. Didn't care that they were humans. Treated them like animals. Like that stuff is our dark ages as far as I'm concerned. And I'm and, talking about North America. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously the whole world. I mean, England brought the dark ages with them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they coined the phrase because it belongs to them, right? Well, absolutely. Pretty much. Um, well, I mean, you look at it like this has happened. Like this is what happens yeah. when people want that chunk of land. It happened yeah. here for the indigenous. It's yeah. happened against Irish. It's happened like the Dutch were doing it yep. from, you know, the, the French, the British have done this throughout yep. history. Um, the churches have all been involved in this mm-hmm. throughout history. Like what's happening in Israel, Palestine is not new. 
it's not much different than any of the other times that genocide happened. Mm -hmm. It's the yeah. same thing. 100%. You have one population who does not see the other one as human, yeah. and it's just like, we can exterminate them. And and the you know what I what we're coming to, what I'm coming to understand about this I won't talk about you I don't because you've already probably understood this stuff for a long time but I'm just coming to understand because mm -hmm. I became very hyper aware of like my upbringing in California right like right. my upbringing in the states it's very relevant right to how much trouble I have with these thoughts like yeah. sometimes right because yeah. it's like. I was raised, not necessarily by my parents, but of course they, they were uh, pro-Israel too, mm -hmm. right? Because uh, that's a part of the Christian religion is the Jewish religion and all these things, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, and of course, growing up in the <coughs> States, Israel is our, our last offense against terrorism, right? Like, uh, Absolutely. It's, right. it's like our last yeah. foothold, you know, like yeah. our, our strongest foothold in the area, in the region. And, and you just get taught that that's important, mm -hmm. but you don't get told why. Right? It's yeah. all about terrorism, right? And, yeah, yeah. and the reality is, um, it, what I've come to understand, and you know, I know it's not as simple as I'm going to make it, because it's like, I'm dumb, so I'm going to make it simple, right? Yeah. Like, but <sighs> you come to understand that what the word terrorist really means, man, is uh, an army without a country. Um, yeah. a, it's like, that's how our governments have managed to just keep pushing people down, right? Is by Absolutely. labeling them with that, first of all. Yep. And then, because they don't even have to sell us anymore on what that means, nope. they could just say terrorist, and we all think Osama bin Laden. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And it's like, and, and maybe naturally so, because for the last 22 years, we have been, 23 years? 22 years. Yeah. Last 22 years, we have been hyper-focused on Osama bin Laden. And, yep. And... And, of course, it makes sense for how our media and our governments want these things presented that we would, we would be sold on the idea that anyone given that label is as bad as Osama bin Laden, right? Kind of like when uh, the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor and yeah. just, in the States they just rounded up all the Asians and just threw yep. them in internment camps. Yep. Kind of like that. It's, it's almost eerily similar. Yeah. And <laughs> like, we just... Though, one group attacked us, so we have to hate everybody that looks kind of, sort of like them. And, and it was, it, yeah, like, and that, I don't, we, that's a whole like, other rabbit hole, man. Right. Like, like, how did they decide, after deciding that they would never use these bombs, like, what really, and I know what it was, it was to end the war. Like, that's, and of course it did, with Japan. Yeah. Like, it ended their, their... Oh, their yeah, war, absolutely. Right? Um, but I do, we, I mean, I'm sure lots of people, I'm not alone here, where I'm like, is that like fitting? <laughs> like, is that like, did we not just do what we're like claiming we don't do, right? Like, yeah. we don't we don't oppress people. We try to liberate people. Yeah. How's that? Right. Yeah. So like, but I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because that's like obviously there's nothing that can be done, right? No. And there's unfortunately we can't go backwards either with Gaza and no. Israel, right? Like, absolutely. But what but, we can do, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, but what we can do is at least start looking at this, like, what it really appears to be to me, yeah. right? Is like an attack on anything non-Christian Jewish, mm -hmm. um, uh, we'll just call it Abrahamic religion, yeah, yeah. right? We'll just yeah. say anything non-Abrahamic um, is scary to us, especially the West, right? Like, we're terrified. Which is funny, that. though, because isn't, aren't, 
Isn't the Muslim religion still Abrahamic? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. But like, but you can't be brown and do it, dude. Like, right? That's the, that, that is exactly This it. is what I'm getting at, is what I'm coming to is, it doesn't matter what the religion is yeah. if you're white or exactly. lighter skin. Like, yeah. It really doesn't matter. Um, it could be Satanism and probably, like, like, I think it was Michelle, I think your wife pointed this out on one of the media streams about the Ku Klux Klan still isn't a terrorist organization. That's right, yeah. Right? So um, maybe that's changed because of all the pressure. I don't know, but I don't think it is yet. I don't think so. Um, and so that's very telling to me. Absolutely. Right? Because that's, that organization has been ripe to be terrorist. They totally. are terrorists. Yeah. They, like, and they call homegrown terrorists something different. Exactly. But that's because... They're all the, white. That's right. They're mostly. Mostly. But the KKK doesn't have a political agenda, except for... Yeah complete like overtaking of all things exactly right um and probably a return to slavery which yeah obviously i believe they're a terrorist organization right i do yeah. i believe they're politically motivated they're Absolutely. they're very entrenched in culture um they're an extension of the christian culture in the states like uh, maybe more in the south but whatever they're an extension of the christian mm -hmm. culture because they use the bible to defend and their here actions too and yeah alberta and here is too. big with them that's right that's right. I forget the Alberta's yeah. part of that like Bible Belt thing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, um, and that's kind of why people say Berta is because yeah. it's like Merca, like it's like a little tiny yeah. offshoot of absolutely of shitheadery from down there. Yeah, and that's not to say that it's all the same down there. Of course not. Like, there's just like up here. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's more liberal places and there's more conservative and there's all that kind of differential. Yeah, yeah. Um, but dude, I I gotta tell you, man, it just seems like a real big stinker, dude. It just oh, seems yeah. like we're being fed a stinker, and, you know, governments at, the, at this point, they, I don't believe they're afraid of us, right? Like, no, I, I believe, don't think so. I believe they want us afraid of them, um, mm -hmm. and I'm, I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't think that's the way it's supposed to be. Well, and I don't think so. Like, I think... I don't think we have to be afraid of each other. We shouldn't have point. to, no. Yeah. And I just, I, you know, it, it's funny because we don't label the school shooters as terrorists. They're nope. school shooters. Yeah. But they're terrorists. Yeah. Because you can't tell me none of those kids are afraid. Like, yeah. oh, Timothy McVeigh was a terrorist. Like, we have to start labeling what it is. If you're going to use terrorists, then use it for everyone. Yep. But, like, we, we can't even hate without being racist. I know, dude. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> and I think you're right. I think the governments hold a, a ton of responsibility for this. And the media. You know, and, and I, I, it's funny, I listen to well, a George... Because neither of them have agreed that they're doing anything wrong. Right. This is the first part Yeah, they the check problem. themselves out, and yeah. they're good. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's even down to the local level. Like, you have pro-Palestinian uh, protesters mm -hmm. getting 3 a.m. Uh, full SWAT raids on their mm -hmm. house because they went to a protest? Yeah. What, what does a 3 a.m. full SWAT raid do? Oh, it terrorizes them, mm -hmm. and it sends a message to other pro-Palestinian protesters. Hundred percent. So, like, we're how is that not racist, dude? It's you so... know we had that freedom convoy. Yeah. Did any of them get three a.m. full SWAT raids on their houses? Maybe the ones with guns. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they don't even seem to be getting charges that stuck. So, like, that I, wouldn't I, surprise me at all. I have no idea. That's why. I but said that. the the. Like, it's so easy to remember the response to that Freedom Convoy. Mm -hmm. They set up at the border for, like, weeks. Mm -hmm. And other places, Ottawa. And nothing happened. Yeah. 
Nothing. Yet, if you throw, if you were to do that with indigenous or Muslims or anybody who's a visible minority, yeah. uh, even the, you know, the alphabet group, mm-hmm. um, it would have been a mass, like, you would have had a standing mm-hmm. army down there to take, Absolutely, to get rid of them. And they'd all been going to jail. Yeah. And it's like, things like this, like, and especially now, I mean, even for saying the words pro-Palestine, mm-hmm. you can get fired now. Yeah, it's crazy, How? Dude. No, you cannot. Yeah. Like, that is so illegal. But, it but they're doing show. it. it well, and, and they don't care. They're not afraid. They're not, they don't have to be afraid. No. Because companies have been able to fire people who, however they want. They just have to word it right. And now, governments can and everybody. Yeah. And now it seems like you can, you can fire the person who's pro-Palestinian because nobody else is going to defend them. Exactly, because they're all afraid to. Because nobody Because they to might get, get fired. fired. Yeah. And, uh, and I just find it ridiculous that uh, that, that would be the way it is, right? Yeah. Um, although, I say ridiculous. At the same time I say ridiculous, I recognize how absolutely in fashion it is for religious, like, bullshit, right? Like, absolutely. When it comes to religious bullshit, um, wars about loving gods are ridiculous to me. Like, it's yeah. fucking absurd. And at this point in, yeah. our, in our history, I really, really, really thought... We were getting better. Right? I really did too. I did, man. I really yeah, I did. did. You know, but then Ukraine happened, and everyone's up in arms about the poor Ukrainian folks being invaded. Nobody's up in arms like if you like we just said. Mm-hmm. If you go up in arms against Israel, uh, you're going to get fired. Yeah, you're going to get ostracized because now you're a part of Hamas, right? Like, so Absolutely. if you support Palestinians in Gaza, you're obviously a terrorist, right? Like, yeah. it, you're or either... anti-Semitic. Yeah, it's it's like. One or the other, you can, there's no gray area. Yeah. And it's like, but in everything in our lives, there's gray area. Yeah. Like, I can, I don't want the Israelis to die either. I don't want anyone to die. Nobody, man. I think, is is promoting that. I don't want them to be forced out of their homes. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want them doing it to anyone else. Yeah. And if, like... The equivalent to what they're doing would be as if the United States literally would have just nuked Afghanistan yeah. into uh, the sea. Which, by the way, military minds of the time suggested something. Suggested, yeah. yeah. And it's like, we just don't learn from this shit. Yeah. Like, and, and it's always, when it comes to religion, it just seems to be ethnic cleansing is, yeah. the, is the way to go. Well, yeah, because like, If you're that... not going to convert, we'll clean you. Isn't it interesting, hey? Because I haven't heard anyone talk about, like, Bosnia and Sarajevo <clears throat> and, like... The Rwanda. white Muslims and Christians, right? Yeah. It didn't matter, man. It, yeah. The religion gets in there, and there's this, like, for some people, obviously not everybody who, who believes, but for some people, it is an act of war to simply believe in something different. Yes. Right? And, and that, I, I don't know how that's not more telling to us about how dangerous right. some of these things are. Like, some of these, quote-unquote, belief systems, right? Yeah. Like, that are inherently misogynist, are inherently sure. bigoted in many different ways. So yeah. I'm not even going to start listing them off because if you look through the Bible, Old and New Testament, dude, you come yeah. out of there, like, really, if you just look at it <laughs> for Face the value. ink on the page, yeah. right, you'll come out of there being like, wow, I really have a lot of judgment to do. <laughs> right? So no wonder, yeah. like, if you really do take that stuff literally... And when you're reading it, and I know people do, like I get it, um, I, I, I'm grateful and, and fortunate and privileged to have had um, like 
further education in terms of reading and critical analysis of literature and stuff mm -hmm. like that, because that definitely helped me unravel my own bullshit, right? Like yeah. as I started to learn stuff and, sure. and being able to say, oh, I was biased here. Yeah, yeah. Holy fuck, I'm really biased here, right? Like yeah. I have these unknown biases and some of them are um, about other people. For sure. Most of them are about me and how I see the world yeah, right? yeah. and how I want to see the world. Yeah. And so when I can look at that stuff and look at my brain and how it tries to like make things fit my map as mm -hmm. opposed to the world's map, obviously that's where problems happen. Yeah. Why, why would it be any different for countries? Yeah. Countries are just made up of people. And when I say countries, I just mean governments, really. Yeah, yeah. Because I haven't talked to any of the population from Israel and asked them how they feel. All yeah. I've heard is the loudmouth government officials saying the same old bullshit, right? Well, and... and These terrorists will be rooted from their homes and murdered right? in the streets and... Yeah. And, and all you get here in Western media is pro-Israel stuff. And Palestine doesn't exist. It's not a word. Those people are... I, I guess they don't exist. I don't... Like, it, yeah. the, the part of this that baffles me is we're the ones, like, the UN is the one that has kept Palestine from being a state. Yeah. But we're Which also the ones them. invading, like, attacking them. Well, we keep them from being a state because we don't want them to build an army. Right. right? And then we can call them terrorists, and we can cut off their water and their food and their supplies. Yeah. Anytime we want, we can just randomly beat the shit out of them. Because, like... Even before this, you'd see video like there was all sorts of stories coming out. Like mm -hmm. Israeli uh, troops would walk down the street and just beat the shit out of Palestinians. Mm -hmm. eh, what do you do? Yeah. Right. And it, it, it's like it, it's not like this is just just happening. Yeah. This has happened numerous times. They've had numerous offensives against uh, Palestinian mm -hmm. people. And I'm sorry, but when it's like you're getting up close to ten thousand children that are dying. Yeah. You're not you're not killing terrorists anymore. No, you're doing what the well, United States does. Yeah, you you're going around terrorists. the country and you're killing everybody you can. Yeah, I mean Henry Kissinger just died. Let's talk about Laos, which is right beside Vietnam, mm -hmm. which had more ordnance bombed on it mm -hmm. than any other country in history. Yeah, and the, to to this day, uh, every two weeks somebody dies from an unexploded or um, ordnance really? U.S. ordnance in Laos. That fucking guy, hey. There's, That's they, why everybody they estimate was celebrating his death. Yeah, yeah, they estimate there's about 80 million unfound, unexploded uh, bombs in Laos that are American bombs. Well, see, and once we so who's the terrorists? Yeah, like, once you start unraveling the the web, dude, it's like yeah, no wonder. Like some people go really deep down these little big rabbit holes, right? Because it seems like they're never ending. Like the connections yes. between now, yeah. Vietnam, like all these different connections because that's always the way we've done it. Well, and all of this stuff, it, it it's like we're, everybody, a lot of people are shocked by what's going on. Yeah. But this has been happening decade after decade after decade yeah. after decade. It's just, it happens here and then the next decade it's over here and the next, and it's usually, like a lot of it is Western influenced. 100%. We're paying billions to Israel. Mm -hmm. All the arms and weapons they have, where did they get them all? Yeah. Like, we're providing them the ability to do this. And that's the part that bothers my conscience is yeah. so much is that all of my tax dollars are basically going to Israel to pay for them to kill more Palestinians. Mm -hmm. But I don't have any say in any of that. Yeah. And it, 
on that end, I can see like it's frustrating for me. I can't imagine living in a world where uh, your water is limited. You you're you're put under this pressure that if you mm-hmm. look the wrong way, do the wrong thing, you die. You just murder. And that's how, as a as a not as a non-indigenous person, mm-hmm. that's how I see the government treating the indigenous folks. It is in terms of water. Yeah. In terms of all that stuff, it's like you're not behaving yet. Yeah. When you start behaving like proper Canadians, yep. then you'll get fresh water. Well, and what that's we, what it feels like. It's exactly right? it. What did we do here? We put everybody on reserves back in the day. So we could then we had it. Indian agents yeah. who re- restricted food and water to the area, or yeah. food anyway, yeah. and restricted supplies, and then restricted what they could and could not do. Then we restricted mm-hmm. them from being able to leave those reservations. And only now do we feel like, oh, we're totally reconciled, but let's pay Israel to do it now. Yeah. And at the same time, we're still sending paramilitary RCMP groups to our own land, yeah, to arrest a bunch a bunch of elders mm-hmm. in a camp because it's in the way of a pipeline. Yeah, like the genocide never stops, no. and it hasn't stopped. No. And I, I just like this Israel thing is just more genocide yeah. on our hands too. Oh yeah, because we're the ones voting in the UN. We're the ones giving them billions yep. of dollars. We're, yep. Like Canada is not squeaky clean, man. No, and uh, and the media here telling everybody yeah. you can't say Palestine on the air. Yeah, the government absolutely will not say anything bad about Israel. Yeah, like it's very clear. We got a one-sided thing here. Yeah, but anyway, but nobody, that's my... but nobody seems to like. There's nothing that seems to happen. Like we no. all, so lots of us know this, and we yeah. don't vote for those things because we know this, but. Still, these people were here. Like, I yes. don't understand that. Like, I don't either. If you're if you're gonna be, a quote unquote, human rights oriented government, which is what I see Canada's as a window dressing. Yeah, because they want to be that. They they talk about say being it. that. Yeah. They say it a lot, um, and they talk about equality. But this is one of those times where I, I remember when I think you and I were talking about this a few years ago, man. Like my coming to understand lots of stuff. Right. We've talked about it lots, but coming to understand that there's there's got to be like change in order for people to see that this is a problem, right? Like yes. so like in order for maybe Justin um, human that he is, um, <laughs> that maybe in order for him to see that he has to step outside of his own like circle of people, right? Because Probably. his circle of people are going to be telling him what they what he wants to hear, yes. right? And what Israel wants him to hear, absolutely. Because that's all everyone's connected. And so now that we we can start to see that these people in like Parliament, in Trudeau's cabinet, like in his mm-hmm. groups, in his inner circle, these people are all connected to Israel yeah. somehow. Whether they own companies or absolutely have stocks or shares or whatever it is, there's some connection to Israel and the Zionists' whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, or whatever they call it. I'm not sure if that's the word for it. Um, but to blindly, and I say blindly because I do start, I'm starting to see how interwoven the bigotry is in mm-hmm. our policies and stuff. And so the more you see that, the more it, it's possible that just like me, maybe just like yourself, just like other people who were unaware and then start to become aware of some of these things. Yeah. Um, maybe, it, you know, you, you got to step outside of your own shit, though. Absolutely. Because if you stay inside your silo, you're never wrong, man. No, like, absolutely. Because the people around you, they want to support you, especially if they yeah. like you. 
right? Yeah. Like, and if they believe in you, you know? Yeah. Um, but that means, that means it's up to each of us, man. Whether you're a prime minister or a cop or a yeah. soldier or like, it's no longer, <laughs> I don't believe, I, not that it ever was or, or was properly okay. I don't think it was ever okay, but people have done it forever. But I don't think it's okay to just keep going. No. And to just keep saying that, well, this has always happened. Isn't, when we're talking about like personal development, like individual development, if I yes. say, Darcy, what are the results of your behavior? And you say, over the course of a year, this is the, these are the results. It's all negative. Yeah. Right? And I say, okay, well, let's just keep doing that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right? Dave, what would have happened if you just kept drinking? Yeah, dude. Like this, exactly. Like that's that's exactly. That's a that's good a, example, man. We're in a great pair of seats for right? that. It is, man, because like, like what would have happened? I'd be dead, probably, or yeah. really bad off in some other way. But also on top of that, I would have injured multiple people that I wouldn't even be able to count. Exactly. Right? And so, there would probably be times where you think, oh, I gotta end this. But there's probably yeah. be times where you're still thinking, no, I got this under control. I'm I'm doing that's good. Right. I'm on the yeah, it's not that bad. And right? what did what did it take for me to start finally see what was happening? It was for me to step out of my silo, yeah, out of my safety, and step into that room yep. that I first walked into, and be beaten enough by the truth, right? Yep. That truth had just in that moment happened to be I could not drink safely exactly. right? any longer. Whatever it happened about it, yep. whether it was a disease or whatever, it doesn't matter. That was the moment. That was the moment that it occurred to me deeply. That, yeah. That's my problem. Like, that really is the crux of what causes yeah. Dave to go off the rails. Absolutely. Right? It's just like a little bit of this chemical, yeah. and then boop, you have this like alter ego comes out and stays out. Right? Totally. As opposed to occasionally I have to fight with that stupid thing in my head when I'm sober. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the same, dude. Like, right? it, it's, hum it's humbling. People yeah. get confused and they think that. Yes, because you feel humiliated, it, it feels like shame. But really what that's doing is just, it's humbling us Yeah. at first, right? We yeah. don't need to live there. Because no, no. when you live there, it's no longer humbling. It's now it's just self-pity, Yeah. right? Yeah. Which is okay too at times, because we have to do that. Um, but we don't want to live there. Absolutely. Right? And as a, as a people, as a group of humans, it's no different. No. Like, as a group, we can, if we step out of those silos... And, and this has always like been, um, I won't say a criticism of mine, but it's always been like a point of interest of mine with mm -hmm. um, the helping profession, right? Is yep. that you're all trying to help, but then you, everybody ends up working in silos, right? Yeah. And so then the, re, the response to that is you have a bunch of conventions. Yeah, yeah. But they don't realize that's not working together. That's not like really working. No, I mean, it's not. in some capacity, yes, networking is important and spending time sure, with each yeah. other is important. I agree. I know that. But what I'm getting at is in terms of stepping out of your own silo, because yeah. now those, 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 um, those functions seem to, to be a more of a function of getting all these different silos to think the same. Right. Right. Which isn't necessarily the, the yeah. right way to think. But it's, no. Because whenever a group of us get together and we start telling each other what to think, we are fucking it up. Well, right? and who's going to win? The that's group not critical the, thinking. No, and the group that's going to win is the one with the biggest group, not yeah. the best ideas. Yeah. It's the one that can muscle their way through. Or even the smaller group who are smarter, yeah. who are more clever, yeah. who are more whatever, able to articulate yeah, yeah. In, a, in a different fashion. Absolutely. Um, and, that's, and that, 
look, if I could like it one day and hate it another, like, is it real? Right. Like, is it really real? Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, or if you can like it one day and hate it another and then just never like it again, like, yeah. is it real? Right. But it feels so real when you're in it. Mm-hmm. And and it feels like people have to defend it. I'm talking about beliefs. Sorry, yeah, yeah. just kind of yeah. rocked into that. But um, it's like trying to discern between do I want to believe stuff or do I want to have ideas about stuff, right? Yeah. And I've learned over the last few years, man, ideas are better. Because Absolutely. ideas can change, right? Like beliefs, when, when they're in the brain, they become hard to change. Absolutely. You know, hard to are even like work around. Yeah. You know, like in a critical thinking kind of way. Well, and I think a lot of people today mix up opinions with moral beliefs. Mm-hmm. Like my opinion is this, but I'm going to dress it up as this is my absolute belief. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but no, it's actually just an opinion. Like yeah. that can change. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, I, I know, I, I feel like if more people, I mean, kept an open mind, which mm-hmm. is a lot easier than to do, to say than do. Oh, and I'm guilty of not doing it all the time. Same. But there, every time that I recognize that I'm, not doing it, and I think, okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's have an open mind here. What's going on in this situation? Immediately, that situation is, isn't as powerful. Mm-hmm. It's not as big a deal. Yeah. It doesn't stress me out or do whatever. And you're not going to get the reaction that mm-hmm. originally, because the knee-jerk reaction, right? Yeah. And I think if we just sat down and thought about this, like, no, I don't agree with anybody firing rockets into Israel. I also don't agree with Israel bombing the shit out of 25,000 innocent people who are just literally trying to survive day to day with their families. Yeah. Like, where are the peacekeepers? Where are the UN delegates? Where are these people to go, okay, let's fucking figure this shit out. But it's, it's like, once we're... They're all paid off by other people too, man. But once we're drunk on power, Mm -hmm. like, and that's where like, you know, I I get a kick because it's like, oh, we got to get rid of Trudeau. For what? Polyev is going to be against mm-hmm. Israel? No. Nope. Uh, Jagmeet Singh? Or Jagmeet? Nope. Nope. None of them are. Yeah. They're all in the same camp on this. Mm-hmm. So who are you voting for? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the big difference? Yeah. And, and if there was someone that came along and was, was they able wouldn't to be make on it. the... They wouldn't make it, man. No, they'd because, be out. That's right. Because they'd so, be labeled as pro-terrorist, pro-this, yeah. pro-violence, right? Like, Absolutely. I, yeah, man. It's so even if we had, let's say, let's pretend that ninety percent of Canada was pro-Palestine. Yeah. As people, we would have to also we, pretend that they care about Indigenous people too, though. As absolutely. And gay but people. We have a government <laughs> who doesn't do what we want. Mm-hmm. All three parties yeah. aren't representing anybody but one idea in Canada mm-hmm. right now for that topic. Yeah. So tell me the difference then between them. Right? So it's like, no matter what we do, we're, we're promoting genocide. Yeah. And ethnic cleansing. Unless we take a stand. Unless we take a stand and the protests and we start. Yeah. But again, like, they're charging Muslims with like, or no, what did they charge? They charged a bunch of at local Jewish activists mm-hmm. with anti-Semitism for being speaking out against the atrocities that Israel has done to Palestine. And see, I... Like, you're charging like, Jews for hating Jews. That doesn't, like... 
What are you I, doing? I don't see anything in being against Israel, being against Jewish people, though. No. I don't. I, I, this, like, when I say Israel, I'm talking about the Israeli government, which are yes. ordering these strikes. I'm not which, talking about... Netanyahu's on a thread. The only reason he's there right now is because he, he had to align with a right-wing group in Israel to mm-hmm. stay in power. Yeah. Which is why they're doing what they're doing. 100%. Like, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. It, it has nothing to do, though, like... If at the bottom, at the base of, I understand these groups are fighting, and in their minds, it might be about their religion and all that kind yeah. of stuff, and that's how how maybe some of that um, pro Palestine gets construed as anti Semitic. But yeah. I don't see that. Like no. what I see is it's like governments fighting governments. That's what it is. Absolutely. Just because Hamas doesn't have a country and doesn't have an army of their own, right? Like. That yeah. they have to that they have to do quote unquote terrorist activities to get like the attention and to be come free in their minds, yeah. right? Like, he, I, I don't know that if I don't even know if we could even like on a group level change our consciousness in North America to that consciousness to yeah. that one that realizes, oh yeah, this is how terrorist organizations begin is because Osama bin Laden didn't have a country, mm-hmm. but he had a group of people who believed in him, right? And yeah. their mission. Look, I'm not saying their mission was good. No. Obviously, it's not fucking good. No. Whenever people are killed by other people, that's not fucking good. No. However, or on top of that, <clears throat> it does make logical sense, right? If mm-hmm. you push people enough, they They're fight, push back. They fight back. Yeah. Like, and in some cases, across the water, away from us and safe, our safety in North America, Yeah. Some of these folks have been fighting for hundreds, thousands of years. Yeah. Right? And part of why we, our ancestors came here, not, the, not obviously excluding the, one, the ancestors who were already here, yeah, yeah. but those of us who are now here and brought Christianity here and spread this like, group think about anything brown is down. Right? Yeah. Like basically, I know it <laughs> sounds really stupid, but it, <laughs> That's it's, great. it's like... It's basically the the premise of our governments in North America, man. Is like yeah. anything brown is down. Like convert or die. Indigenous, yeah. convert or die. Yeah. Right. And down in the states, wounded knee. Every time I think of uh, Palestine and Israel, I think of wounded knee, mm-hmm. and how it must have felt to the folks who like maybe learned about it afterwards, and how the I wonder, did you think the U.S. government put it out as a massacre? No. Right. The people did. Right, because eventually it became known to be a massacre. Right? Absolutely. But at the time, I guarantee those uh, generals or whoever was involved, heroes. heroes yeah. Right, and they thought they were doing the right. And thing. to this day, there's probably a fairly decent sized group that still believes that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. It's it is it is amazing to me that we're still here. Yeah. Honestly. But I think it's I, I think it's amazing, and I also think it's very telling as to how well our governments and media have worked together to keep it happening. Absolutely. Because even in the face of all this new information and stuff like that, they just keep pushing the bell, man. Totally. They're just like going to the well and they'll go to the well until we say no more. Yeah. No more. We're not going to that well with you anymore. No. And unfortunately, there's large pockets of our population that will never, ever, ever get there. Because they live in the well. Because they they want no more. Or they want more. Yeah. You know, they think that this is the right thing in Ellis. And I'm like... And this is the way to defend democracy and any, capitalism yeah. and Anytime all that you got to murder people. Yeah. Like... Or be complicit in their murdering. <clears throat> yeah. Right? Like, 
because I know that's probably how Canada always does it for themselves, right? They say, yeah. well, we weren't the Crown, or we weren't the RCMP. That's exactly what they right? do. Yep. That's all they can do is avoid responsibility. Yeah. Again, I can tie this into like personal development. If you avoid responsibility, you will not develop. Exactly. <laughs> and look where we are. Yeah, dude. We have not developed. We have not. And now, if you don't mind, I would like to just kind of like bring that into the stop the stack with Taylor and Adora. Okay. Because I find it very relevant. Yes. Like, very connected. Because yep. Adora and Taylor are voices for people without voices. Absolutely. Right? And so, and that's a lot of different people. Yep. A whole lot of people, man, um, that they are trying to speak up for. And of course, they're in a lot of trouble. And they keep getting, I know yeah. that some of them are keep getting cease and desist letters up to a couple of days ago. Well, when you said that about the SWAT team going to the um, pro-Palestinian activists, yeah. that is what I think of is probably going to happen with those two ladies. Probably. Right? And for those of you out there who don't know, the, the Calgary Police Service, um, as well as Edmonton Police Service, right? Because that yeah. was where the bar was, the Commonwealth. Yeah. Um, they have stacked charges on these two ladies for their activism work. And it's no, it's for nothing else besides yeah. their activism work. Yeah. Besides the fact that they're very, very much in the public eye. Well, and they're on social media and they, they are relentless yep. in their pursuit. Like um, right now there was uh, a police officer that one of them named and now they got a cease and desist order again. Um, but he, I can't remember what he did, but let's just say it wasn't on the up and up. Interesting. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> which is what they're fighting against, right? Like, exactly, and, and no I mean, wonder. again, you have people who are fighting for equality, mm -hmm. and we just can't have that here. And the worst part is we can is, have it as long as you're not too angry, right? Yeah, and you know the worst part is is you have Supreme Court cases; they don't matter. No, government does what they want. Yeah, police do what they want. Yeah, um, you have supposed you know charter rights. Yeah. You don't. You have them when they feel like giving them to you. Yeah, because you, you, at any point in time, they can come up with shit to take them away. That's right. And we saw them do it. Absolutely. Right? And, and these stack charges is yeah. another way to just make sure that the, you just pile on so many legal problems that they can't yeah. afford to do it. it makes and they have me, to give up. The stacking charges makes me ashamed of my own behavior when I work for transit. I mean, these, right? yeah, like these two are like, good. I'm ashamed of it. These two are getting stuff. persecuted yeah. as though they murdered. 20 Christians in a local church, yeah. they went to protest and used a voice. Mm -hmm. they, they didn't. They defended themselves when attacked. Exactly. Right? Like, like, it's nobody else would so have done ridiculous. anything differently. Right? No. Yeah. And the fact that they put it out on social media and stuff, it just it pisses off the powers to be. Yeah. And you're seeing that with these no-knock raids in the middle of the night against protesters. Mm -hmm. That's for violent criminals. Yeah. Not people that you literally could walk to their door at 4 p.m. Yeah. in the afternoon and be like, knock, knock, hey, we have a warrant for your arrest, let's go. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you could have done that. These yeah, are, you could. These were, like, middle-aged protesters. These are parents. Like, these are not violent yeah. offenders. Yeah. So why did you choose that? Because you want to send a message. Yeah. Why are they stacking charges? They want to send a message. Yeah. Why are charges getting dropped, like, the very same day? Because they're fucking ridiculous charges, yes. right? Why, are, why aren't the Crown dropping the charges against Adora and Taylor? Because the Crown is working with the police. They like, want to point. These yeah. things happen every day. Yes. Like every day, right? Yep. 
and and you know having been in law enforcement briefly, um, and of course, like I just said, ashamed of some of my own behaviors in terms of that. You have to realize though, stacking the charges doesn't mean you're making shit up. What it means is you're just you're trying to over-articulate, right? So yeah. you're over-articulating the event so that yeah. you're pulling out, you're basically pulling out every possible charge yes. from an event. And let me tell you something, when you get pulled over in your car, you could probably get three or four tickets almost any Minimum. time, right? Minimum. Depending on how your car's up kept and all that kind of shit, right? Sorry, depending on your attitude. And your, <laughs> the color of your skin. Absolutely. Right? And, or how iffy the officer is about you in general, right? This is, this is what I'm getting at, yep. is that it's so fucking arbitrary to each of us that officers have discretion. Totally. Right? And when you're stacking charges, you are using discretion, but on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. You're using it for your own gain and for most, most likely, and we can see it now with Adora and Taylor, for the gain of your organization and nothing more. Yeah. Because these two... So not only are these two ladies activists and very vocal about human rights and all these things, but they are very much so vocal and active in anti-police. Yes. Right? And rightfully so from their perspective. As far as I'm concerned, I'm an outside perspective. I I know that when we break the law, we get punished. That's what happens because that's what North America is. We're just a, you know, whatever you do, we're going to punish you until you do it our way. Sure. Right? Yeah. Until you conform... Right? Absolutely. Until morale improves, the beatings will continue, Darcy. Continue. Right? Exactly. So, but we have to keep in mind that these two ladies, um, that is the only reason they're getting all these charges. Yes. Is because they are ver- vocally anti-police um, and anti-police actions and anti-police racism and anti-police Absolutely. brutality. And in their experience, they've come to a place where they just see it as we need that gone. That's what's in the way of us having peace, right? Yeah, yeah. And you could see why. Absolutely. Right? If if you're in a free country, and I use quotation marks for those of you who can't see us through the walls and (laughs) through the the wires. Um, If you want... See, I lost my train of thought. Um, Oh, just uh, uh, if you want to be in a free country and the stacking charges and stuff. If you want to be in a free country, you have to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Because it's only free if you conform, right? And, and this becomes more and more in, in my in my day-to-day life, Matt, I've noticed it more and more everywhere I go. Absolutely. Right? I've just noticed the institutionalization of ideas. Totally. Right? Like, I don't know if I told you this, but we I just finished a, like a tradition study with one of the 12-step fellowships. And okay. I, I won't say which one because yeah, yeah. they're all pretty much the same, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. They have all become institutions, right? Yeah, yeah. And so... One of the biggest things I took away from the, the whole thing, it was like eight weeks or something like that. Yeah. The biggest thing I took away was, wow, this is a real institution now. Because people are willing to fight over it. They're willing wow, to argue yeah, yeah. over it, True. yell about it. And, and I left there going, yeah, I'm, I'm no longer like going to promote this. Um, yeah. Not because it's not a good idea, a good program, but I'm going to promote it in a different way. I'm going yeah. to like be more open. Yeah, about yeah. all the downsides, the upsides, the possible sure. shit sides. Like, but there's lots of possible positivity and health, right? But there's mm-hmm. also possible potential for getting screwed over. For sure. And getting screwed over and having people tell you you should be forgiving them, mm-hmm. right? And it was funny because I, I can't get this out of my head when we, when we had Danielle on. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking about that. Like, yeah. we were talking about how, like, some... Folks in those groups are so bent on shaming people into behaving, 
it's like a mirror to society, right? Totally. I will shame you and, and beat you until you conform, right? Yeah. But because we're not physically beating each other, everyone's like, oh, well, it's in, it's in the best interest of your health. Yeah. Is it? Right. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know that I should be shamed more yeah. and that's going to help me? Yeah, exactly. That's just like basically choosing what you want to do and then justifying it, right? And that's exactly what society is doing. And that's exactly what it's doing, man. Yeah. Right? And then so we get together and, and now I'm having a real hard time. And this is something that will, it will come and go. It's come and gone for 19 and a half years. I'm sure it still yeah. will for however long I'm still here. Yeah. Right? Um, but it's like the, the ebb and flow of life brings up more truths of life, mm-hmm. right? Like, and you spend more time processing with people who have gone through different experiences than you. And you Absolutely. realize there's this gamut of experience. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with what color you are, mm-hmm. what gender you are, how you identify, right? Yep. And whether you are willing to conform or not. Like, and religion. And religion. Well, that's, to me, that is like... The foundation, if someone is religious, yep. that's like a foundation for potential beautiful things, but also potential darkness, right? Like, Absolutely. Because there's lots of people who take their faiths and do incredible things with it, right? Sure. In their lives and for others yeah, yeah. and all that. I'm not taking away from that. Yeah. But we're talking about people who are willing to kill for it. Yeah, because this is the only way. Because it's you... such a loving way. Yeah. You should do it or you're dead. Well, and it's and it's no different than if you pick AA is my thing. That's yep. it, and so, and then you just shut your brain down and go. There is no other way, and I will murder anybody that says otherwise. Exactly. And then like it's see... no different, and you get, nope. you know, maybe it's not as extreme with the the murder, but you do get. A, I mean, I think we, it's irresponsible. People, yeah, I I don't think you're far off with a murder. It's it's like murder by politeness. Yeah. Right. And or or shame you out of the meeting until you leave because you don't yeah. fit in here. Because you're because you're talking about CBT and these other yeah. therapies. Screw you. Yeah, man. It's no different than religion. It's like, nope. well, this worked for me, so it has to work for everyone, and I'm going to kill people who think otherwise. And it's totally. Like, or what works yeah. for you and maybe twenty other people might not work for these twenty, and yeah. they can do their own thing, come to the same conclusions. Mm-hmm. Because according to everybody, all of these religions promote f- love. Yeah. I mean, but you have extreme... Sure fucking looks like it. And you even have extreme Buddhists <laughs> out there. Yep. Yep. What the fuck? Yeah, man. How do they all promote love? And there's so much genocide, ethnic mm. cleansing, murder, Well, because torture. there's always an enemy, right? Right? Yeah. Like, human I... trafficking, all this shit. Like, yeah, man. How does this happen if it's all about love? Yeah, because it's not. Like it's it never not. was. It is an eye for an eye only. It's about control, man. Yeah, it is. It's, it's power, control. control, and money. That's what it boils down to. Power, so. control, money, resources—all the things that yeah. humans have been greedy for our entire existence. Yeah. Right. Like. And and those wrapped th- up into a nice little package. Absolutely. On Christmas, right. Like when the child was born. Yeah. Even absolutely. though it was supposedly born in spring. And he was a white guy from the Middle East. Dude, right? but that's because he was like touched by you know. An God. angel. Yeah, so that's right. White. Right, right. <laughs> How can we promote anti-brownness, dude, if we don't have a white Jeebus? <laughs> well, uh. and, and that's the subtlety that I see now in, in different religious ideas, the subtlety of the bigotry, right? Yeah. Towards somebody. It doesn't yeah. matter who it is, because it could be anybody tomorrow. Yeah, no. Like we're finding out with the protests. Yeah. You may arrest, 
and people don't, might not know this, you might arrest uh, an, a pro-Palestinian protester on Monday because they're anti-Israel. Yeah. But you're going to also arrest the pro-queer advocate yeah. on Tuesday because that person decides, yeah, free Palestine, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, now, we're, now we have to start locking up everybody. Absolutely. Right? But that's what we were talking about last year when we first started talking about forced treatment, right? Yes. These things are all tied together. They're not Absolutely. separate, right? Absolutely. Like, forced treatment is one way for us to say, poor people who can't afford and who we want to get rid of, unhoused um, folks, whatever it looks like, yep. we want to get rid of these folks because it's an eyesore, mm -hmm. really. Like, the camps, they're an eyesore. Absolutely. That's why we've criminalized it. It's yeah. because we just can't, like, as I say it out loud, okay, I want to tear down people's homes because it's an eyesore, yeah. as opposed to saying, thank God they have homes. Right. Thank God they were able to do that. Yeah. Or thank whoever you think, right? Yeah. Um, but instead, it's like, no, that's just not conducive with our environment. And, of course, there's very real safety concerns. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but there are. There are. Very much. But there's just the same as if you came into our neighborhood. Yes. The safety concerns are just the fucking same. Exactly. The difference is, is that the city is not making any money off those folks camping there. Exactly. That's the point. Yep. And, and one, hopefully, I'm just hoping through all this, the mire of bullshit, that something comes out that, that we just go, wait a minute. Yeah. Like the general public just goes, wait a minute. Yeah. Right? Like, I hope. I know that it might be scary for someone who's never hung around like unhoused population. I get it. That might be scary when you have to walk by on the path. Like you might be sure. thinking whatever you're thinking. Um, but there's nothing to be scared of if you mind your own fucking business. <laughs> like, nope. I have never walked by one of those places and been harassed. Not nope. once, man. But, but you know why? It's because I don't stop and gawk. Yeah. And start pointing out, like, it'd be like someone coming and standing in your front yard, yep. looking in your window, and just being like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, exactly. About nothing. It could exactly. be anything, right? Yep. <laughs> you're out in the backyard suntanning, and somebody comes and stands over you and yeah. stares at you. Yeah, and it's like, hey, man, you know? like, your suntan in here uh, is offensive to me. And you're like, right. well, you could just not look over the fence. What happens if you don't have a fence? Yeah. Well, everybody gets to see what you're doing. And it's no different than what's happened in other people's homes. Yeah. These, and, and so... Again, this is all tied to, is in, in my mind, it's greed, right? Yeah, yeah. It's greed, and greed justifies almost anything. Yep. Right? To keep the machine rolling. For sure. We've heard all kinds of justification just to keep it Absolutely. rolling. Absolutely. And in my mind, Taylor and Adora getting these charges stacked is the same thing. Yep. It's the machine rolling, and we have an opportunity. Oh, this is one of the things I wanted to talk about. Because when, you know, when we're talking to older people and they say, oh, yeah, but, you know, like sure. that happened before and, yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And, and um, it's like, okay, oh, I just lost my train of thought again, man. It's like this thought comes and then it takes off. Like oh, I've been doing as, that a lot lately. Yeah, man. as soon as I start talking about it, it's like, no, fuck, it flew it off again. Yeah. Um, if if you, we were videotaping this, you would have seen the thought fly right out of my head. Like, <laughs> just went, whoop. Um, yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I'm... I'm sad that we we still have to go through this. Yeah. Like I'm sad that we don't seem to ever learn, and then it takes some massive thing that we just all finally go, oh, that was maybe wrong. Yeah. And then it changes 
for a little while, sort of. Yeah. And, and we think it, it's changing. And then it starts to go back to the way it was. Yeah. I, I think lots of people were aware that COVID had the potential to bring us all together. And that's yeah. why they doubled down on yeah, yeah. the separation. Double down on make sure you know who your enemies are. For sure. Like that kind of bullshit, right? Yep. They start they did it with the COVID vaccine. They did it with, they'll do it with flu shots. They'll do it with whatever they have to do to get us to conform to what they want. A really right? good example of that that I find is hilarious, that's super obvious, and mm. you can Google this. Go back to when um what the f- uh, that Playboy bunny who had a kid and who had autism. I, Jenny McCarthy. Oh, okay. Go back to when... She was a Playboy bunny? Yeah. Go back oh. to when... <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> sure, Dave. You read it for the articles, did you? Always. But if you go back to when she <laughs> had her kid, and she was doing like her... Not really anti-vaccine. Everybody took it that way, but it was like... Yeah, that was let's the idea. Just, let's, yeah. let's spread the vaccines out more. Yeah. Um, but anyways, anti-vax, right? Yeah. So, fucking trash her. Like, I had friends that were like... Fuck Jenny McCarthy, fucking really? loser on social media. Like, nobody without a vaccine comes in my fucking house. And fuck y'all, you fucking herd losers. You're fucking up society by not getting vaccinated. Fast forward not even 10 years. Mm-hmm. And what the fuck happened? Because now it's cool to be anti-vax. Our premiers are anti-vax. Our leaders are our elected officials. It's like, that's cool. Some people voted him because they were anti-vax. Right? And yeah. it sounds like vaccines aren't safe. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Like 10 years ago, you were thinking about making them mandatory. Yeah. And now you're like, ah, oh, they're not safe. Like, so it just goes to show you how much they just want to go with whatever keeps them in power. Yep. And I think you're right. Dressing. That was all window dressing for this freedom shit. Yep. It was a way that you could promote fear, promote hatred, division, yeah, and keep us all fucking angry. Yeah. And poking fingers at each other. Right. Pointing and like watching and being like yeah. hypercritical of each other and ourselves. Like this, this is not like just isolated to other people. No. And And where did you see the police interacting the most with people who wouldn't... Uh, Follow the rules? Mm-hmm. Churches. Yep. So now you've pitted, now the, oh, those poor churches. Yeah. Oh, why are we picking on churches? Dude. You can't pick on churches. And then a year later, yeah, we have a religion war. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just. You can't pick on churches. Wait a minute. They've been picking on us forever. Right. Fuck them. Like, yeah, it was like, remember when uh, What's-His-Fuck got arrested, that preacher, Big mouth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was photos and videos and people, yep. from my friends from the States were like, dude, you guys are crazy up there arresting preachers. And I was like, you have no idea. This dude is like the representation of Satan if there is such a Oh, thing. yeah. Right? Like, and He's got so much fucking hate in him. Just man. because he's a preacher, people just say, oh, he must be loving or he must be this. Must be a great guy. That's, and, and that t- another thing that really, now that, I mean, Look, I'm not Christian, and everybody knows I've been like hostile and all that kind of stuff. But you have to understand why that mm-hmm. exists, right? And I get it. Like in, in terms of what people have come to be told about mental health, that we're all supposed to just get over shit and forget shit. Right? Yeah, that is not real. Like that is no. not a real thing. Okay, no. getting over stuff is a process, yes. much like getting under stuff. Like. Mm-hmm. The process of me not becoming a Christian took 45 fucking years. 
Yeah. Right? So that process, um, it's going to take me a while to process through some of those feelings. And secondly, I'm not apologizing for my feelings. Okay? Yeah. I'm not apologizing for being mad about the church. Yeah. I'm not. Um, and But I, I got a message last night from someone related to someone at a church. And, and I had to think about it. Right, like I really did, because it was like a visceral response about mm-hmm. this person. Because um, the person in my mind, like, and this is not necessarily true, right? But the person in my mind is just full of shit, like, right, hundred percent. Like, yeah, it yeah. just it, it's just reeks of shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. But that's that could be my hypercriticalness, my bias, right? Like yeah. it totally could be. Yeah. Uh, or it could be because I sense the shit, like, <laughs> right? And either way, yeah, it's okay. Because I want to come to understand if it is my bias, I want to make sure I work on that so that For I'm sure. not like constantly acting out of a bias, right? Yeah. Even though it might be a justified one, right? Yeah, yeah. Because of what the church has done to myself and to other people through the years. Yeah, yeah. Right? And more so to other people. Um, because what I what happened has happened to me is nothing compared to what's happened to humans yeah. because of the church, right? Yeah, yeah. And so keeping that in mind as well. Um, but being angry is okay. Yeah. Being angry about these things is okay. And having to take time to process through the anger off and on is okay. Yeah. That's healing. There's like, I, I know that when we look at the internet, we see like signs of, well, you should be able to just change your thoughts today and by tomorrow you'll be jerking off with both hands. Yeah. Whatever the, whatever yeah. the, um, I don't know why I thought of that. Probably because <laughs> I, I was watching this funny show and somebody was like, imitating doing that with both hands. Uh, um, it's probably why the sure, joke was sure. sure. Or maybe I'm just trying to think of new ways. Why to, were you late this morning? Yeah. I was late because I was <laughs> practicing with both hands. <laughs> um, now I can't remember what we were talking about. I can't remember either. <laughs> Masturbation. <laughs> Masturbation, uh, which is healthy, but sure. also something the church told us not to do. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and not just because every sperm is sacred. Oh my God, that's Can we be song. sued by Monty Python for that? <laughs> yeah, I better not do that. Um, anyway, but every every sperm is not sacred. It's just sperm. That's right. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that came into my head now. Came into my head. Oh my God. <laughs> It's dwindling. It's dwindling. What? To, yeah, we must be coming close to like an hour. Must be. But I just want to close it off, man, by saying thank you for for sticking with us, for sticking with me for five years now. Dude, this has been great. It's, it's always been, great, man. It's been really good, man. Yeah. And uh, so if you're out there, pay attention, right? Like one of the things I want to talk about too, just as we finish finish up, is um, the holidays coming up and and don't people donating. Like, if you want to donate to Freedom's Path, that's awesome. Like mm-hmm. I, have re- we really appreciate it. We, because yeah. we offer all of our services for free to people. We don't yeah. charge anything, um, and the bulk of what we do is one-on-ones, um, mm-hmm. free counseling, support. Uh, that's the bulk of what we do, and of course the podcast, yeah. right? Um, and if you're so inclined to support us, that's awesome. We we are so grateful. Absolutely. I also want to point out that there's lots of really good other things to put your money towards, put For your sure. time towards, right? Like, For sure. Um, and a couple of the things I just really want to point out today is um, the Walls Down Collective and Mutual Aid Canada. I, I'm just going to encourage you to investigate that for yourself and look at what it might look like to help you know, individuals that you actually get, might get to know their names, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because that can be really cool, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like every year... There's lots of um, demand to have 
hampers given out, right? yeah, yeah. because it's a it's a time of year where people kind of really bulk up with their giving and all For that sure. kind of stuff. And in yeah. some cases, people probably wait until Christmas time to do their yeah, yeah. their annual whatever charitable yeah, stuff. Yeah, whatever, For sure. Man. And however people do it, that's great. Um, it, just think about it. That's yeah. all. Just think about what it is you're doing. So for us, when you donate to Freedom's Path, you help us with podcasts. You help us give free counseling to people. Mm-hmm. Free. And I mean 100% free. We don't, there's no subsidy. There's no nothing. Yeah. If people donate back to, to us after the fact, that's totally up to them. And of course, we're super grateful, right? Yeah. Because part of what we want to do is help people feel safe and secure in their own lives. And, sometimes, and that has to do with finances sometimes. Yeah. Um, and so it's, we are, we're very much appreciative of everything people give um, Absolutely. to us and to others. So yeah, take your time and give where you want to give. Like if, sure. if what your heart says, like, I really want to make, make it possible for people to receive free counseling. Well then, yeah, you could totally like help us out. Yeah. Um, and if you ever want to come on the podcast or you want, you, you want to, um, support the podcast, you can help us out. Like, that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Um, Obviously, what we would like to do, I would like to see is eventually have Darcy full-time, right? Have yeah, you, that'd be cool. Have you work for us full-time and do all of our social media stuff. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, well, I just think you're awesome at it, right? Oh, so thanks, it would buddy. Be, yeah, man. Um, it, it would be dope. So anyway, that's where we're looking at. Um, we've got a lot of possible stuff coming up in the new year now that we've moved. Um, and, yeah. Um, yeah, now that we've moved, so we have moved to Community Wise, which is that right downtown, 223 12th Ave Southwest. Uh, and the space has been amazing. It is. What do you think of the space? Now? I love it. I love yeah. the energy here. Yeah. As soon as you walk in the building, I feel like it's a totally different energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. Yeah. But I just, like, I feel way better here. Yeah. And I, I've actually, I do believe that the guests actually, that we've had since we've moved, yeah. seem a lot more comfortable right from the get-go. Yeah. And so I, I, I just, I like, I love it. Yeah, me Honestly, too, man. Dude. I'm, I'm glad you do. Yeah. Because it's, uh, I didn't want it to be just me. I know that when Trina and I walked through, we both loved it. Like, yeah. we were just like, yeah. this place feels like home. It does. It feels yeah. comfortable. It feels yeah. um, non-threatening, I guess, totally. in a way. Yeah. So I th- especially for doing a podcast where people are bearing their souls on yeah. some of them. I think it's a really good energy to be in. I agree, so. man. And I've, I sense that same energy because I've, I've listened to a lot of Fifth Steps already here. Oh, yeah. Um, in the same room, right? And the energy for those is different, too. Nice. It's much different, man. And, and it's just been so much... And I think, like, obviously, because I'm processing my own experiences with the church from the time I was a kid until now, I'm sure. going through that process. But I've recognized that, too, with some of the folks I've um, sat with for their fifth steps, mm-hmm. is that there's, like, a freedom in them yeah. being here. Like I think so. Being, probably just not being in a church, right? Absolutely. I try not to put too much on that because not everybody feels the same way I do. But like I do, under, I do sense that, that freedom of just, okay, they don't seem to ask me as many times, can they swear? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and some of those things are, they, yes, they're very polite to ask. But it's also one of those things that I, I, I kind of hope we get to a place where people don't have to ask. Where yeah, they like, can just swear. Right? Yeah, like, because, who cares? Exactly. Yeah. Because first of all, who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Second of all, you're talking about things, you're burying your soul. It's okay, man, because some, some things cannot be said without the F word. They just need to be said. Well, or the F word is not the, the, the thing to focus on. When, yeah. In, in with, especially with some of the things people have 
been through in their lives. Totally, man. The F word or the, you know, the C word, yeah. not things you need to worry about. Yeah, that's not Let's our concern. Let's focus on the real thing. That's right. Yeah. And and what, what I see those things as is just a distraction from what's real. Totally. Right? It's like, I want to focus on your language as opposed to the fact that I'm pro-Palestine. Yeah. Right? Like, because I don't want to talk about it because I don't yeah. want people to think I'm one way or another or something. Yeah. And the reality is I'm a human. Yeah. I am pro-Palestine because I'm a fucking human. Right. And I am just the same as anyone over there. Right. I'm just a human. Yeah, exactly. Just like they are. And we all have different ideas, beliefs, 100%. and all these things. None of us should be killed for those things. No. None of us. No. Right? Um, because we're not talking about beliefs that are inherently dangerous. We're talking about no. beliefs that become dangerous when mm -hmm. they become militant beliefs, right? Like any religious belief becomes Absolutely. dangerous when it becomes militant, obviously. Sure. But so do non-religious beliefs when they become militant. Absolutely. That's when things become dangerous. Um, but militant cannot be dictated by those who are the militant oppressors yeah. because they will never identify themselves, yeah. right? And I think that's the problem that we're having with our governments yeah. is that they'll never take per accountability Not at all. for what they, what they no. really, first of all, what they really believe. Because, I mean, I bet you if we sat down with Justin, um, and I would sit down with him anytime and ask him what he really believes. Mm -hmm. I doubt he would say it. I doubt it. Right? But if he would, if he would really be honest, and if he is really the compassionate human that he claims to be, yep. right, or that he portrays himself as, I should say, um, that would be a good conversation, man. Any of the leaders. Right. Sit them down. Yeah, man. And if you actually were able to get their their original ideas, their yep. own their own original thoughts and ideas, yep. that would be amazing. But you won't. Yeah, and that's the that's the trick, right? Is like, how do we how do we break through that that facade and just be just be like honest and say, hey, like, this is a facade. The reason it yeah. is a facade is because we're a government organization that wants to get votes. Yep. Just tell us the truth, right? Tell us it's a facade because you yep. you want to get votes. Yeah. Like the police service, right? Like, tell us this is just bullshit because you just want to get a bigger budget. Like, exactly. Because we understand that. We're capitalists, right? Yep. Like, we understand. It doesn't make it right. And you're going to need to look at that. But yep. just it, tell us the truth. It honestly, when you're talking about it just now, I'm like, this parallels every story we've had on here. Everything, man. Like, the only difference is the people that have been on this show, and for anybody out there who's in recovery, mm -hmm. you've, you've done that. Taken responsibility. You've taken responsibility when I need to step up. Yep. And our own government isn't do can't do that. Mm -hmm. So like they're drunk on power and they're still trying to be the addict, mm -hmm. and they're destroying the relationship with the people. Oh yeah. Because I don't know a lot of people that support any government anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a lot of people like ah, get rid of Trudeau. So okay, he's gone. Then you're just gonna have another group of people going ah, screw. This guy, yeah. and then that guy will go, or the next person will go, screw this person, and then that, like, you're mm -hmm. always going to have that, and it's because they can't take responsibility and just own up onto the simplest of things, even domestically, where they fuck up and go, yeah, yeah we tried it as a fuck up, yeah. we're going to try something different. Yeah. Companies do that, but we can't, the government won't do it. Yeah, they it's just like won't they just take can't responsibility. admit it, man. Yeah. just won't say... When they're when they've really fucked up, and yeah, yeah, they're just because... not at their quote unquote rock bottom or whatever that yeah. is. <laughs> well, they're not yet. You're no, right. No, they man. haven't. 
Yeah, and you would think that like waking up and having to decide whether you're pro-Israel or pro-humans, like yeah. like that's really to me what people are putting it as. Like you're right? saying, you're saying if you're pro-Israel, you're basically anti-human because yeah. that's one group of humans versus a lot of other humans that you're just neglecting. Like yeah. because of and it's really hard not to say this as a white person. It's really hard not to say that it's because they're more brown, right? Yeah. Like because that's what I've seen. Absolutely. Now, that's what I've seen in the course of my 49 plus years yeah. is exactly that. Yeah. Right? Is that the, the parallels now have become pathology. Totally. Right? And yeah. that pathology is inherently bigoted. Absolutely. And it's not our fault that it's bigoted, but we have an opportunity to fucking change it. And a responsibility. Right? Yeah. Like. How many, how many people from, like, if you had a chance to ask your grandpa what it was like, right? Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. He probably would have said, oh, it was fucking awful. Like, yeah, some yeah. awful shit, right? Yeah. He'd be like, fuck, that's crazy. But he wouldn't, doesn't mean you should put up with the same craziness. Absolutely. Like, like just because it used to be super insane and people like died at 30 and all those things, are we still trying to stay there? Like, is yeah. that what we're trying to do? Like, make sure yeah, that we yeah. don't have a certain amount of people over 30 so we send them to war? Like, like those kinds of things start to funnel into my head, right? When I start thinking about how it's okay to keep keep sending people to war. Yeah, yeah. Or how it's okay to like keep pretending yeah. that some people are not as human as others. Totally. Right? And, and for frankly, I won't believe it anymore. I just well, don't. look what uh, was Michael Moore did that uh, right after Fahrenheit 9-11. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. went around and asked like senators or congressmen or whatever um, if their children were going to sign up mm-hmm. to go to war. Yeah. Or if they were going to sign them up on the behalf of the children. You know, to send their own kids to war, and yeah. they were like, oh, "I'm not talking to you." Uh, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, the rich never go to war. No, we do, yeah. and everybody who's not rich gets to die for it. Yeah, and like the violence just needs, like, it just needs to stop. Yeah, at some point, someone's like, got to be like, "Okay, we just stop this." We got to stop forcing religion. Yeah. We got to stop forcing everything. And I know it's hard for churches who like to force everything on little children and mm-hmm. people and everything. Yeah. But it, we just have to stop. Like, at yeah. some point, it's got to stop, or we're going to just extinct ourselves. I agree, man. So, <laughs> I don't know. Well said, dude. Yeah. Fucking well said. So, that's, that's one thing. we got to stop. Yeah. I agree with you, 100%. And we also have to look at and make responsible choices in terms of when we see our media portraying certain individuals... In a certain way. Absolutely. We, we have every right to take our time and be discerning about this information. Yep. And it, it's okay if you don't know any more than what you've seen. Like, that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Ask questions. Exactly. Right? Like, um, if you're respectful and you are open, chances are you're going to receive information that totally. is going to help you in the future. Totally. Like, and it might not help you in ways you are hoping, yeah. but it will. It might help you in ways of opening your mind, yeah. In, in beyond what it's already open as, because the one of the things I've noticed about humans, myself included in this, damn it, I'm a human, um, is I don't want to believe that I am incapable of anything, right? right. I don't want to believe that I am in, in, ignorant of anything. Yeah. But that's ego. Yeah, right? yeah. That's just ego. That's totally. all it is is my ego saying, dude, you don't want to admit that. But the right. truth is I'm ignorant of many, yeah. many things. <laughs> right? 
But every time I say that, my ego goes a little bit to sleep, right? It's like, yeah. wait, I'm ignorant. There's so much to know. How could I possibly? Exactly. Right? Like, how could any of us possibly? Well, know? and there's always somebody that's going to know more. Always, any subject that and you that's pick. a wonderful thing. It's absolutely great. Right? Yeah, it's it's not a not a slag on us, and it's it's this is a moment in history, like probably my parents had, right, mm-hmm. when it came to civil rights, yeah, and human rights, right, and their decisions were theirs, mm-hmm. okay, and all the other people made their decisions, yeah, and based on what they quote unquote thought they knew at the time, absolutely. Right? So really, if you're going to make these decisions. Get to know some of these subjects. Yeah. Right? Like, don't just take the media's um, suggested input on it, right? Like, don't take my suggested input on it. Take a bunch of suggested input, put the information together, yeah. and try to find out what's true. Absolutely. Right? Or what feels true to you. Yeah. Because we might not ever really know the actual, yeah. like, factual truth of any yeah. event. Absolutely. But look at what feels true. Right. Right? Because we do know those things. We yeah. have those... We have those human instincts, but that's one of the things that these government bodies want to take away, mm-hmm. I think, is our human, first of all, our human connection to each other. Yeah. Because how can they control us if we're not enemies? Absolutely. Right? They can't. Because if we all became fucking like, bing, switched on, like, no, that's our real enemy, we would oust them instantly. Yeah. We would have 100,000 people march instantly into parliament and carry totally. those fucking slackers out, right? Yeah. But because they're busy creating and maintaining our enemies with our us being enemies, they don't have to worry about that. Yep. They'll never have to worry about that as long yep. as they can keep a good percentage of the population happy. Absolutely. Right? I've, I've, you know, I uh, have a friend, me and you used to have lots of political conversations, and it really boils down to it just seems like that whoever's in power just kicks the ball down the field. Yeah. Hoping... <laughs> That whatever the problems that come up will be the next person's problem yeah. to deal with because yeah. they'll be the next government. Yeah. And that government just kicks that ball down the field a little further. <laughs> sometimes it goes further. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't go as far, but it's going down that field. Oh, yeah. And everybody's just like hoping that they don't have to deal with this shit. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And uh, they can make their money, be in power, and get out, and uh, they're good. And that's a so. parallel to law enforcement as well because there's like a... There's a, a a uh, phenomenon called Fido, fuck it and drive on. Oh, right? Yeah. So this, and so when people say there's no discernment, there is discernment. There's totally. like a certain period of t- point of time where you're fuck it and drive on. Yeah. And what is that? That's leaving it for somebody else. Exactly. That's all it is. Yep. And, and you know you're doing it because you've done it before and it's been done to you and all these things, yeah. but it, it's exactly what happens. Yeah. Fuck it, drive on. Right. right. And that's what governments do. Fuck it, drive on, man. Absolutely. Like the next one, who gives a shit? We're padding yeah. our pension. We're padding our lives. We're padding things. Yeah. Nothing to do with like helping humanity because they're not helping humanity. No, because who... This shit is not helping. Who, what Canadian really has had their life drastically improved over the last 20 years? Yeah. Through Harper or Trudeau? Yeah. How, are our streets better? Have we got more public spaces? Have we, are we got more mental health supports? No. Have we got more community supports? Have we got... We got more. We got more mental health problems and issues, and we have more community issues right. and problems. And everybody spends billions and billions of dollars, but who does it really help? It's a good question. So man. when you when you look at these things, like you know, it sounds like we're just conspiracy nut jobs. Maybe I, I know. Maybe is, anti-government guys. But I was the thinking truth, the same thing. The truth is, is just look at it objectively and go, <laughs> okay, but how are they improving the lives of Canadians? Yeah. The Canadian all Canadians. Gov- yeah. All Canadians. All Canadians. Yeah. Not just the ones that. 
they they that cater to. That's right. Or that are their voter base. Like yeah. if you're if it's a liberal government, in let's let's hope they they cater to everyone. People are also going to think we're communists too. Totally. Just so you know, we are now on the FBI watch list. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah, it's just anyways. Yeah, <laughs> I could communism. go on. Could go on for hours about this shit. I know, man. But you start to feel like when you you start to recognize things that seem inherently true, it's all of a sudden like, wait a minute, I am a conspiracy theorist. Like, I may not be all the way down the rabbit hole to sure. thinking that we come from lizard people and tinfoil hats and all that. Right. But but like honestly, it's just as possible as if some fucking dude was born white in the Middle East. Isn't it just as possible right. that like? Why is one more probable than the other? They're probably not true at all, any yeah. of them. But like the reality is, dude, this world is hurting for, and something's happening to us. Yes. And it's not invisible. Yeah. <laughs> like it's very visible that, that we're being pushed around. And those of us who maybe aren't poked and prodded every day, like I know that I get lots of privilege, so I'm not poked and prodded every day. Me? Yeah, me too. Right? Totally. Um, then it makes it feel like it's not real. Right. Then this is why, like, ah, you gotta stay connected outside of your silos because if you don't, you're never gonna know that, like, the real world. And I'm not saying connected by social media because you're just getting a, um, a window dressing. That's all you're yeah. getting with that, right? Like, it's like we talk about it all the time. Most people don't put their hard stuff on there. They put their good stuff on there. Yeah. Their good side, right? Yeah. And, um, and then some people who share too much get told, why are you sharing that? It's way too exactly, much. But they're right. trying to be honest, right? Yeah. And it's like, you can't fucking win. Yeah. That's, but that's the, every part of society is basically a tiny little nucleus of society. Totally. Right? A tiny little place where you must conform to stay. Well, you look at, when I look at like our neighborhoods, so like you look at your household. And, you know, I read a stat a while ago. That's an American stat, but I'm assuming it's pretty similar mm -hmm. for Canadians. Like, we're not that far off Americans, really. Um, we're just, wait, we're more polite. That's all. Yeah, there's a few yeah. differences. But in general, as a society, we're not that far off. No. I always say we're about 15 years behind America. Maybe on, yeah, on Yeah, on something. <laughs> but, you know, I read this stat a long time ago about the amount of time that parents actually spend talking to their children, mm -hmm. engaged in a in a conversation, not just like, take out the garbage. Mm -hmm. That's not talking to your child. That is talking, yeah. but it's not talking with your kids. Mm -hmm. And it was something like less than four minutes a day. Yeah. And I just think, okay, so you take that. We're disconnected at our family level. Mm -hmm. We don't have multi-generational homes. We don't have, you know, like a lot of people are connected to their extended families. Mm -hmm. Then you go to the community. Where do you have, like, we all have community centers. When does the last time you went to a community center? When was there last time something at a community center that was even worth you going? Yeah. That would draw you to your community. Like there's no community events now. Mm -hmm. Then you look at the city. Well, what's the big draw? Stampede. Well, half the fucking city hates that thing mm -hmm. because it's a drunk fest and fucking horses die and mm -hmm. people are raped and like, you know, you got fucking sex tapes coming out in public mm -hmm. and well, if I'm a family guy, I don't really want to partake in that. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's our big city celebration. What's our big provincial one that brings everybody together? Nothing. Like, we, federally, what's the mm -hmm. thing that brings everybody together? Canada Day? Yeah. For who? For the people with privilege. Yeah. And so, like, all of these things are just divisions. Yeah. And then you wonder why we, we are the where we're at. Mm -hmm. It's because we've been continually fed to divide, divide, 
divide. Yep. Divide. Like if you have your if you're living with your parents and you're 25. Yep. What's the society look at you? Yeah. You fucking loser. And that's Western society. That man. is our country. 100%. Same with the States. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the world lives in multi-generational homes for a reason. Except for, I know, but like it weakens us, eh? It does. You're a, you're a loser if you do that. Yeah. Um, I was just watching a thing the other day. Like, you know, we, we want places to go have coffee and stuff. Mm-hmm. We want to go have coffee. But you're always told don't spend money on coffee because you need to save for a house. Mm-hmm. Don't do those extras. So you're telling me not to go socialize Mm -hmm. so I can save for a house for a family where you only want me and my one child to live in an 8,000 square foot house Mm -hmm. that cost me $4 million. Like none of this is to make our society better. No. It's for the people in power. It's for individuals. Like that's that individual freedom looking like political freedom. Absolutely. Looking like real freedom, right? Like, and that was an argument that, I mean, I've I've heard that ever since I was a kid in the States, like personal liberties versus actual freedom. Right? Yeah. And what we're encountering here is like personal liberties are fine, whereas actual freedom is not. Like yeah. it's starting to look different. Yep. Like obviously we're in Canada, do we It's slightly different. Yeah. It's slightly different. We have it's much more it's much more, I would say, peaceful than probably other parts of the world. Yeah. Right? Um and probably more well, definitely more um profitable and, and all yeah. those kinds of things, whatever, whatever, you, however we look at that in terms yeah. of how one country is first world and another, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't really understand that because it's like yeah. we're the first world ones obviously are the problem. Like if you look at it, the reason there's third world is because there's first world. <laughs> like this is not fucking rocket science. Cause if it was, I wouldn't figure it out. We had to do it with clap people though. Yeah. Upper class, middle class, lower class. Yeah. You know, same thing. Well, that's very Western, right? Like yeah. that class structure. Um, I mean, well, I guess it's very, it's universal, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but it's very much like fighting the middle class, yeah. you know, and, and growing up as a middle class kid, like it's pretty true to form that, you know, you're, you're kind of, I don't know if it's like innate or how it happens over time, probably just socialization over mm-hmm. time. Um, but you do kind of take on the middle class fight. Right? Absolutely. Where where you're like, wait a second, this shit's not right, man. Yeah. Like, and then, but the, the and the truth is, like, the middle class has been in the way, it's my, yeah. my opinion, right? Like, it's been in the way in terms of not helping enough, but helping just enough to feel good, right? Like, helping just enough yeah. to feel good about ourselves, um, but not quite enough to affect that lasting real change that, for sure, we're, yeah. that we're looking for, right? Yeah. Don't, get me, don't get me wrong out there. I'm not saying that we should all go protest because that's not for everybody. And no. there's there's real fears and real like difficulties with that. Obviously we talked about some of it. Like yeah. actual people that we know are are being harassed by law enforcement because of their political activism. Yeah. Um, and there's no other reason for it. There's but, lots yeah. of bullshit that they're gonna tell you that why they're but doing it. But there is it. no other reason for it. There's no other reason for it. It's because they've been labeled now. Um, and if you don't think it's very much to do with the fact that they're both black women then you are mistaken. Like, yeah. It is, this is what I've said on the podcast a few times about being queer. You can be queer, but shut up. Yeah. <laughs> right? Absolutely. You can be queer, but don't talk about it. Don't talk about your life as a queer person. Yeah. Like, it's okay that you're queer. We just don't want to hear it. I, I always liken that to, well, we raised your flag at the city hall one day this year. Yeah. So all you indigenous should be happy now. Yeah. We reconciled. Yeah. Because we raised a flag one yeah, day. 
And the churches think if they reconcile because they allowed people to come in and, and play flutes and show movies and right. and now we're reconciled, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah we're so you can't smudge in here because of our smoke detectors, but yeah. you sure are welcome. But if we can you conform. We, we can all have all the incense <laughs> and everything else, but that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a weird but those cultures are weird anyway. Like it's the same as like a twelve step fellowship that's become an institution, right? Like yeah. the culture within that institution it's you're, it gravitates, and I think it's just by nature of those institutions of becoming institutions. They, the groups think inside gravitates towards obviously more conformity. Not well, less. and a lot of times that's the easy right. path. It, well, so it why is. wouldn't you? We're yeah. we're we're a path yeah. of easy of least resistance kind of per, yeah. uh, species. Well, and right? I think I'm trying to remember the the quote in the big book. It talks about um, I can't remember the quote that I'm thinking of. But it's it's basically says like if you have what we want, then you have to do what we do. Yeah. Right. Like, and even though some of what they talk about doing in the book is not reasonable, it's yeah. in, in the long run. Yeah. And in lots of different circumstances, it's not sure. reasonable. But they, it was written at a time when by old white men, right, who were rich at one point, off and on in their life, probably their whole life. Yeah. Sure. But they were also white Christian men. Yeah. Straight white Christian men. Yeah. And so these things, like the the fact that we've ignored those ideas, the fact that yeah. that's where it came from for so long and, and, and then just said, okay, well, yeah, the book is bigoted, it's biased, it's misogynist, like it's obviously against any other religion besides Christianity yeah. because it only references those most of the time. It does talk about like the great spirit and this stuff, but briefly, right? Like they're... Yeah, you could have the great spirit, but it's probably not going to help you as much as, say, God. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> um, but those things become institutions. And when, when that happens, people start to, like, want to hold on to it, right? And like mm -hmm. you said, it becomes the easiest path because it is easier. It's easier I've, to conform. I've been, in, I've been in, in one of the fellowships for 19-some years, and it's always easier in there when I conform. Yeah. Always has been. It was much easier before I before I started being visibly queer. It was much easier for me in there. Mm -hmm. How do you explain that? Yeah, how do right. you how does someone explain that all of a sudden? Is it just me? Yeah. And this was part of the discussion with Danielle, right? Was mm -hmm. is it my responsibility now to change and go back to hiding just so that I can be in there? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Absolutely but that's, not. That's the essence of an institution. Totally. Right. And whether the individuals in there are saying those things or not is irrelevant. Because when you put them all together, yeah. the message becomes, you will conform. Absolutely. Or you're probably going to die. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fit in or fuck off. Fit in or fuck off, that's right. What amazes me is you talk about that as an institution, you talk about the big book. Mm -hmm. Has it ever been rewritten to write that stuff out? Uh, well, it's been like rewritten. Like, credibly. Yeah, it's been rewritten. Um, okay. Like, I think they're on the fourth or the coming up on the fifth edition. Okay, but I they're not remember. taking that stuff out yet. No. No, no. So it's kind of like the Bible. The, the only thing that's really changed in the editions are the stories in the back. Are the stories. Oh, so, so it is like the Bible. Yeah, pretty much. It's up to interpretation. Except if you, talk, if you go into one of their churches and start talking about it like it's a Bible, yeah. no. But then you'll have people actually thump it like it's a Bible. And, <laughs> I'm and, picturing it. And, and they say, this is the far out thing is that they're 100% comfortable being a fucking big book thumper, even yeah. though it's a Bible thumper. 
Yeah, yeah. And they, they don't, they, but those, those folks usually are like pretty ultra Christian, like who are okay with it. Like, yeah. But then again, why wouldn't you be? Yeah. This, this book just supports your other book. Right. Really. Like it just says, Well, yeah. and I mean, honestly, for a lot of Christians, I think it's like, that's a path of least resistance. You can go every Sunday and feel good about yourself. Great. Buddy, I, I, know, you do. I know for years in, in recovery, I did the same thing in meetings. I yeah. just went and was around people that spoke my language. That sure. The silo, man. I was in a silo. Yeah. And as long as I stayed in the silo, I didn't have to like question things. And it was probably pretty easy to be there. 100%. Like it wasn't uncomfortable. Nope. You were, yeah. Dude, when you conform, it's super comfortable. Right? <laughs> like, it's like that's why. a blanket on. 100%. It's like putting on a warm blanket. It's why we do it. Yeah. It's why I've done it my whole life and tried to like hide my queerness is because it's easier to conform. It's not because every time I do it, somebody says something. It's because I know that if I don't do it, nobody will say anything. And it, 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 and I, I think what a lot of people don't realize is it's easier to a point. Mm-hmm. Because at some point, you can't hide it anymore. You have to co- you come it, into contact. The insides contact. is eating itself. That's right. And I think that like when you look at people um, who protest who, and who are vocal about their ideas and who are attacked for them, like you have to understand they're not doing it. Like They're not getting paid by George Soros. No. First of all, that's like, I don't even know what the hell that is. Like, that's a joke yeah. that people are paying these protesters. The truth is, though, is that it would be easier for both Adora and, and Taylor to just stop, go to work 40 hours a week, come home and watch Netflix every night. If they decided that's to cease be, and desist. That would be super easy. Right? If they decided that, it would be over. Exactly. All the charges would probably go away. But they couldn't say a goddamn thing ever again. Exactly. Yeah. But what people don't realize is that they can't do that because their conscience. Yeah. They can't watch people be mistreated. Yeah. It's not that they want to murder police officers. They want police, pe- police to stop murdering people. Uh, organizations to stop hurting people. Yeah. To stop doing bad things and getting away with it. And it's like they pick this path of difficulty mm-hmm. because that's what their conscience forces them to do because to in their minds they have no this isn't a choice it isn't this is what they have to do to try to be here for people to make some change to better somebody's life yeah and i i think that's what we all miss and i mm-hmm. think that's where the division comes in yeah and they try to make them out like criminals and hooligans and they're just out and throwing rocks through windows yeah shit, like right? they're part of riots and even though there's yeah. not been any of that in calgary streets and so like I just, I just, I hope people um, step out of their way, mm-hmm. and when they when they hear things in the media like, "Oh, they're known to police," question that. Yeah. And start to Good realize point, that, and just because you're known, yeah. doesn't mean you're known for bad reasons. Nope. Just and it just might be because they don't like you. Well, just remember that who's letting you know are the ones who made up the reasons. Yeah. That's all you have to know. And like, I mean, honestly, when it comes to things like this, like these people aren't out there murdering people. They're not raping people. No. They're not committing violent acts. They're not committing white-collar crimes. They're no. not frauding people. They're not... But we're focusing so much attention on that should tell you everything you need to know yeah. to question that. And I just hope that people under put some empathy out there and understand they're not doing this to be in the headlines. They're not doing this because they want to get arrested. It would be better arrested. for them if they weren't in the headlines. It, it would be better for them if nobody did the things that they have to protest so that they could just go to work and raise yeah. their kids. That would be fucking fantastic. But when they see their brothers and their cousins and their sisters and their mothers and their fathers and their uncles and aunts 
traumatized and traumatized Repeated. and traumatized yeah. and their friends and everybody you got to do something and i mm-hmm. i hope that we can extend enough empathy to people that do that to go you know what we need to understand why they're doing it before mm-hmm. we just condemn them as yeah. these hooligans whatever is being portrayed in the media well like, and, and even once not. we understand it's still okay not to condemn them like exactly. to understand that like yeah, they're doing extreme things because they're in an extreme position. Exactly. It's not like I we I've never been in that position. Me neither. Right. So like, and and most of the people that are criticizing have never been in that position. Well, and you don't have to agree with them. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like fuck, you don't have to agree with any of it. No, you can just go. Okay, but they have a right to and, go stand on a sidewalk and right. say their words. And we, even though we might not agree, we gain from that. Absolutely. From them doing it because somebody has to say enough. And and I always right? think there's gotta be a way to go from from their them to the absolute followers of in this case police, but mm-hmm. of government or whatever. Yeah. Of policies. There's a middle ground. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like if we can get there, then people can be happy on both sides. But when one side is not willing, then you have more extreme on the other. Mm-hmm. And it just continues to amp it up. Yeah. And I think honestly what we need as a society is to start de-escalating. Yeah. Not everything is is a crime, not everything is something to freak out about. Yeah. Um, you know, if you see a kid walking down the street with a bike, don't assume he stole it. Yeah. Things like this like just come on people. Yeah. Like we need some more humanity. Agreed, man. <laughs> Agreed. It would be really nice. It would be, man. <laughs> I I agree, dude. Yeah, that sounds good, dude. Awesome. Yeah, we should have more humanity. So before we close it off, I just want to say, first thing, free Palestine. Okay? Mm-hmm. Stop being fucking assholes. Free Palestine. Second thing, free Taylor and Adora. Mm-hmm. Okay? Free them. Like, make some sort of, of personal growth, government services is who I'm talking to, both provincial and municipal. Um, go through some process here. To find mm-hmm. some growth, to find some yeah. empathy, and find Absolutely. some like love, because you hating back isn't helping. No, right? And the the folks who are quote unquote have all this anti police hate, like really what they're trying to do is make changes to a world that has been punishing to them. Yes. And so, who wouldn't do that? Right. Right. So free Adora, free Taylor, yeah. and free fucking Palestine. 